Welcome back to Biff, a podcast about superhero TV shows, movies, and ho, 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 late Christmas animated specials. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined, as always, in this fantastic new year by my compatriots. John Moltz is here. Hi, John. I petition that we rename this podcast Feast or Famine. Ooh. Is it a game show? <laughs> <laughs> kind of is, because you never know what you're going to yeah. get with us. That's true. <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. Uh, we got some more Darcy. That's fun. That did you fun. did you listen to the to her little jingle at the end of the app? Oh, oh Wait, did I, did miss, I miss it? I think I I might missed it. I she know. ends up singing a song about like Thor having a big thick neck and stuff. Like it's just over the credits, like while the uh, <laughs> okay. while the credits roll. Yeah, yeah. A couple of them did have like a little post credit thing, or even jokes. Like there was a at the end of the Christmas episode. The like they show the art like over the credits, mm-hmm. and the last one in the Christmas episode is the shelf where it's like all the Iron Man toys are sold out and all the Hawkeye toys oh, are yeah, there yeah. but discounted. <laughs> it's pretty Aww. funny. Solid, solid stuff. Oh, uh, poor, poor Clint. Yeah. Um. All right, we are here to discuss the first three episodes of What If, which dropped on Disney Plus. I think the couple days before Christmas and ran nine episodes, one per night, because Disney is just. Trying to figure out what works now in the streaming world. Well, I mean, they're doing that classic nine nights of Christmas thing, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, sure. Uh, The feast of the nine nights of Do we want to talk about that schedule? I mean, do we want to talk about the efficacy of that uh, going in or coming out? (laughs) I guess. We could talk about that up front and just discuss. I mean, I I think it, you know, considering lots of people have the holidays off or take the holidays off or, um, you know, um, and... Not everybody, but a lot, a lot of people do. And so I think it worked for me. It worked pretty well um, because I was able to I was excited to have an episode a day to watch, even though I still have to work because <laughs> I'm a freelancer yeah. <laughs> and I never get any time off. <laughs> but you, um, you but squandered your valuable time watching TV. <laughs> That's is right. What you're telling right. Me. But, I can, but I work from home so I can work and watch TV at the same time. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't watch any of them when they aired. I only got to them this week just because it was too, too much. I was traveling. Yeah. We were in an Airbnb. Like there wasn't a good time. You have a small child. I have a small child. He doesn't child. watch TV yet. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I liked the idea. It just didn't really end up for me. It was like, I, I'm just kicking it down the road and I'll get to it later. Yeah. But I like that. It's cute. I like it, the promo and it seemed, uh, you know. And it was fun having the, the Christmas episode rougher. the night before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And animated yeah. stuff, I feel like a half-hour animated show, dropping one of those every week can sometimes feel like, especially, mm-hmm. I don't know, season one felt very like, well, it's hit or miss, right? Like, and if you don't like it, you have to wait till next week. Whereas this one, it's like, if you don't like it, there'll be a new one tomorrow. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a good idea. I... When they said they were going to do that, I was like, oh, that stinks. Because <laughs> it just, well, A, it well, doesn't really work us, that great right? for us, right? Yeah. But, like, right. But, yeah. I mean, that's, but also, I don't know. It felt like um, if it's great, it's only great for nine days. It's like if they dropped Strange New Worlds season <laughs> three in like 12 days straight or something, I would be upset. Because I love to save that show, and I thought maybe it would be the same thing. That said, uh, I didn't watch them all at once. I think I watched the first one and then put the next couple aside. And then when I, not, not time, but like had uh, 
the mental space. When I was in the mood to watch them, I watched a couple, two or three, and, uh, you know, I think the fourth was up by then, and I put that one aside and came back to the next few days. It is, I think it's a nice middle ground between, A, there is an event, and people can talk about it, uh, and there is also, uh, you get some of the binginess of it, you know? Mm-hmm. If you just wait a little bit, wait a few days, and guess what? Now there's like three of them lined up in your machine that you... Uh, yeah, I think it's like a little gift, <laughs> right? Because that is the that is the trickiness <clears throat> is you know when you off so often when you do stuff in a drop stuff in a binge as Netflix generally does, um, stuff gets lost, right? The conversation doesn't happen because people are like, well, I don't know how many episodes you've seen, but I've seen the X right. episodes, and it's hard to talk about them. And then you feel like, oh, if we spool them out one at a time, by the time we're done, nobody cares about any of this anymore because everybody's on to the next thing. And I, you know, that is a real challenge. And I think generally, I am generally in favor of the weekly drop as a, you know, style. But in some ways, because this is slightly more like a, they kind of almost set it up more like an event. It kind of worked for yeah, me because yeah. I think it's yeah. short. It's, it's none of the stuff really. And it's, it's not, it doesn't slight. impact the regular universe. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Sort of isolated and I, off in its own and thing. Much of it doesn't even impact other parts of it. Right, like yeah. a lot of these episodes are just like <clears throat> this is its own thing, and we're just gonna just let like it little bonbons, like a little treat. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Oh, that's a fun and I think that's exactly, yeah. exactly. It's a an bonbon. That's exactly. Yeah, it's an advent calendar full of you know. Bunch yeah. Of yeah. So I think that's the success part of it for me is like enjoy this thing that's kind of weird and like you know if it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, maybe tomorrow's thing will be more up your alley, right? And like I don't know, there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is also we should say it's on our mind because echo is dropping next yeah. week i believe tuesday all, all, at, all, once, all, all at once five yeah. episodes yeah so i'm not again i'm trepid i have tre- some trepidation about that yep trepidation that's a bad trepidation word. about the like show it. or trepidation about dropping it all at once uh all at once yeah. i'm actually very enthusiastic about the show yeah i think I, the show is gonna I be think good i am as well i don't I've, i don't I've mind i don't mind seen, the, but, the all yeah. at once i mean i'll i'll I suspect that this show in particular, though, I will want to pace out because <laughs> it's yeah. TVMA and my tolerance, well, my tolerance for hyperviolence is, yeah. is not the largest. So yeah. I have a feeling it's I'm funny. not going to watch I, more than one episode a day, but we'll see. I used to watch those Netflix Marvel shows like, you know, they would come out and I wouldn't watch all of them in a day, but I would generally be like done with them in like three or four days. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I remember, I would always remember, like, I could do, like, oh, I have to, well, there's another episode. Like, it's like, oh, there's so many cookies left in the box. I could just keep eating cookies. And then, <laughs> yeah. like that, you feel kind of sick at the end. It's like, oh, I just watched seven episodes of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's the best thing for me as a person, <laughs> but, like, I can understand them wanting to sort of do it. And five episodes, at least, is, like, it's not 13 episodes, right? Dropping 13 episodes at once feels sometimes a little bit like, oh. That is, that's a big, it's a big undertaking, but like five episodes, like, all right, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a long movie almost, right? Well, it's like a four hour movie, right? What if they're like 45 minutes a pop? That's, yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to Echo, which is next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now we will talk about what if season two, and we will start by talking about episode one, uh, which I believe is entitled. Uh, what, what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
So the premise, the premise this, here yeah, is that yeah. she instead, uh, so Ronan kills Thanos. She somehow ends up, um, getting sort of picked Rescued. up, picked up yeah. by, yeah. Um, Nova prime and then, uh, fostered into Rec- the Nova Corps. Yeah. And then when Ronan attacks what, Xandar, yeah, Xandar, they close off the shield. They put a shield around the entire planet and then things start degrading because it's basically a siege situation. And somebody kills Yondu. <laughs> Yondu. She gets his arrow and she is told to investigate at no matter what cost what was going on. She, uh, the arrow has plans. Yeah, for, which turns out to belong to include the potentially code, the access code. to the shield source code codes. for the shield generator thing. Yeah, and she breaks out Yon Rog to f- help figure that out. Yon Rog betrays her. Turns out Nova Prime is leading this whole thing because Ronan has told her that she'll be in charge if she drops the shield. You know, he'll keep her in charge if she drops the shield and lets him invade Xandar. Um, and. Nebula does an old switcheroo on them so that the shield opens up and then closes and crushes Ronan's ship. And then she stops Nova Prime with the help of Howard the Duck <laughs> and, and, and crowd. And rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, yeah, scissors. Yeah, I did love that. Yes. That is a great, great joke. That's a great bit. Yeah. It really is. It's perfect. Um, I have to say, I, I actually really liked this episode. It's a weird one to start on, I think. Yeah. Because think it's so very too. it's it's extremely stylistic, but that's part of oh, what it's I love. It. It's, it's just it's Blade Runner, Runner right? Yeah, it's, it's a lovely Blade, Blade Runner, Runner, but it's yeah. it's as you know, amping up the noir, right? It is oh, yeah. it is yeah. formula noir. Cop investigates thing that she shouldn't investigate. As yeah. soon as Nova Prime shows up, I'm like, oh, she's dirty, right? Come on, <laughs> she's dirty. They couldn't well, get. So uh, the, couldn't, I think that's couldn't my... convince uh, Glenn uh, close to reprise her role there. I guess. Yeah, my only problem with this episode is that part of it actually, because Nova Prime doesn't seem bad at all in the in Guardians of the Galaxy, and then we never see her again, really. But we never know. You, it's true. Maybe, it's maybe true. We she don't was know. Dirty but all I along. also find that whole that whole part of the plot a little elaborate, like she's the one in control it's of all little, this and she doesn't yeah. have the source code and and she's she's the one who put the shield up but now is going to drop it because ronan says that she'll be in charge when she's already in charge i just I, the, that whole thing doesn't make any sense to me um, i kind of actually love that because if you dissect most noir plots they, <laughs> they are extremely convoluted <laughs> and don't actually make sense okay well i'm not sure that helps but uh <laughs> i i overall i think i still i don't have to give away the ending but i like the i like the episode and and but mostly for the you know the stylistic parts of it and then the funny parts too yeah so i mean a two things that stuck out to me in this a yeah you couldn't get glenn close but you got jude law to come back which is pretty good i could not but kind of believe that um but also i I think they got michael rooker to do some new lines too yeah yep that was michael rooker Uh, Seth Green, of course, is Howard, uh, and Taika Waititi yeah. as Korg. Yeah, it's an amazing. Uh, Peter yes. Serifinovich is in there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, hard to identify, really. But um, like, yeah. I didn't like. Yeah. I had to look up to know that that was his character. You know, him being that character from. Yeah, I think Guardians. the Seth Green as Howard the Duck thing is one of those funny things. Is like, has anybody ever played a character as much as he has purely for cameos? Basically, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, 
the uh, I want to say somebody I think came out. This what I love about this episode is that clearly somebody at some point heard Karen Gillan doing Nebula voice and thought, oh man. Sounds like like a noir detective <laughs> doing a voiceover. Oh, wait, can we make that a thing? And then they just yeah. went with it. And Karen Gillan is excellent. Yeah. Like She's so, so She's cool. so good. Uh, and yeah. she does great voice work here as like the like, uh, you know, hard-boiled detective. I thought she totally nailed this. Um, and it was fun to give her a chance to like be sort of a, a hero uh, in a, in this context. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really like her portrayal of that character. Like, one of the characters I think that had one of the most satisfying sort of arcs, uh, mm-hmm. possibly because that was James Gunn's doing, and he seems to be, <laughs> he's good with characters. I don't, you know, uh, yeah. for yeah. all of his boisterousness and his over-the-topness uh, and musical stuff, uh, ultimately the characters just really work every time he writes, you know, puts his mind to it. Um, I really enjoy nebula which was not a character that i enjoy from the comics i don't really mm-hmm. didn't care about any of the guardians or anything but nebula for some reason works really well in these movies and i loved giving karen gillen a, a, a turn to do this kind of thing because uh that's probably not a role that's going to come up often for her she's a very talented actor uh but uh not but she's uh, strikingly beautiful, and that she's more likely to be the femme fatale than like the hard boiled detective, right? Typically, yeah, I would, sure. I would guess. And so, giving her this kind of uh, fun little, uh, little wacky Blade Runner plot was great. I, I, I enjoyed almost every moment of this. It, I, I agree with you that it was way too convoluted. And I think if this had been a ninety minute. Chinatown, <laughs> maybe it would have made sense, <laughs> but when you do that much weird, dumb, like, well, it's actually this, like, in half an hour, you still remember three minutes ago when they just said something that was like, this does not, it's not right, exactly because yeah. it's so, it's so fresh in your mind and mm-hmm. you haven't, you haven't been immersed in the world long enough that you're like, oh, that's a weird thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's too easy to see the, the weird convolution, like the, the gears turning in the plot. That said... A lot of fun. Loved it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, should we do episode two? Yeah. Let's just do a batch rating at the end, because guess yeah. what? <laughs> the rating is dumb. <laughs> so. uh, episode two is What If Peter Quill Attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which I think is a fascinating title because it is a real misdirect in terms yeah. of yeah, what right. this episode is actually about. Yeah. Uh, they I kind of attack him, big jerks. Yeah, so <laughs> basically the uh, it, the difference here is the Ravagers take Peter Quill to his dad, uh, and basically he starts using him to en- enact his plan about taking over the universe, uh, and then Peter shows back up on Earth, and our 1980s-era Avenger potentials, which include uh, Peggy and Howard Stark, are forced to mobilize with uh, Bill Foster, T'Chaka, the Winter Soldier, um, Wendy Lawson, and Hank Pym, who brings Hope along. Yeah. And uh, Thor. Th- and Thor shows up eventually yeah. for his own reasons. Right. Um, and essentially, we have a big battle, and eventually they have to convince Peter to help them because he's the only one who can sort of help them take down Ego, who is there to take over the entire Earth. Um, a big part of this episode is both Hope and Hank connecting with Peter, who is, of course, Basically, you know, just sad that his mom has died. Uh, 
and so in the end they you know manage to overcome ego and then they go out to have another job or something like that so yeah they uh, um and i mean the 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 drama is basically convincing peter to switch sides to be you know or sort of to join their family right to like yeah right because he doesn't even tell him he doesn't even want to be on yeah he doesn't even really want to be on ego's side right like yeah i mean because he left him i think he was running back yeah exactly he's running back to earth exactly and it's just that he's somewhat uh the you know under the running away from his father (laughs) he's running away from his dad yeah yeah there's a lot of good dad uh, stuff in this one. <laughs> you know, there I mean, is a lot there of good dad stuff. There's, there's so yeah. much dad stuff already in the Marvel Universe that that's kind of like, okay, here's more dad stuff. But uh, this this is particularly, I think this is a particularly good set of dad stuff. There's a lot of good jokes about yeah. it. Um, and, uh, you know, and it all rings fairly true. Um, as, <laughs> as the son of a father and the father of a son. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Yeah. Go ahead, guys. John John Slattery remains yeah. one of the funniest people. I cannot get enough of that guy. Um, I did not recognize his voice. I mean, I you know, I mean, obviously, I knew who the character was. I had to look. It didn't it up sound to make like sure. him though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To make sure I don't that know, it was just him. A, but he's still good. Yeah. yeah, he just didn't quite have his um his uh oh I've forgotten the name of what was his character in Mad Men uh, uh, Roger. Roger Roger right he didn't quite have the yeah. patter that Roger has there yeah and, you know well but it's a still, different character but yeah. yeah no no yeah, he's, but he yeah. does he's it, a little yeah, older he does Howard yeah. kind of like that though yeah which makes sense um yeah again, I mean there there was Howard Stark may as well be Roger what's his face right oh god what is his name Man, Roger long time. well uh, I almost uh, went Roger Stone and it's Sterling. not Roger Sterling. Sterling Sterling there you go yeah yeah, uh, uh, yeah, they're very close. Um, but again, the cast, <laughs> you, got, you got John Slattery, yeah. Haley Atwell, Michael Douglas, Chris Hemsworth, Lawrence Fishburne, Sebastian Stan, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Russell, yeah. <laughs> I, so good. I love, oh, and they have uh, um, uh, Atantua Connie plays T'Chaka, who mm-hmm. is the son of the actor who played the older version of T'Chaka. Oh, cool. Oh yeah, so he, he was also, he was did in Did he play him in Black Panther too? Yeah, he yeah, plays he him in Black, Black Panther, Panther as the young yeah. T'Chaka. Yeah. 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 Wait. So that's go, fun. Go back. He played He, played he plays T'Chaka him in the flashback. In the flashback. In the flashback at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Okay. In Oakland. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh so that's fun. He's great. Um I I'm always fascinated about the the sort of uh, economic slash con- the contract work of getting who you get and who you <laughs> don't get. I don't know. I like the fact that so many of the Avengers are like, we're not doing this. And Chris Hemsworth is like, sure, why not? Yeah. I'll keep showing up as Thor. <laughs> right? It has okay. to be. Like, I don't, Chris yeah. Hemsworth does not need the work. <laughs> no, think. but he seems to genuinely enjoy it. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine it's one of those things where they've got it. They've got the recording situation down really well and it's like hey just come in for a day or yeah we'll roll up with a truck but it's, and yeah. then set it up in your backyard well, and then you can record have... it there while you're out drinking pina coladas <laughs> and like you can earn enough money to buy the house like, it's the, people they have contracts no. with right so they, yeah, that yeah. he's, he's going to continue to be in some of the movies um for sure and there's even talk of another thor movie um but then Whereas, you know kurt russell yeah Kurt Russell's yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, he has no need to be in he this. He doesn't need to be in this. Kurt Russell yeah. never dies. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Snake Plissken yeah. for life, man. I do want to give a special Jack call Burton. out to... Um, Jack Burton, yeah. <laughs> I want to give a special call out to the... I think the actress is Carrie Tombazian, who plays 
Marvell in this. Yeah. Who does an uh, just an uncanny Annette Benning. Like does, yeah, I thought yeah. she really did a great job. I thought job. it was like, Annette Benning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I, t- I had to double check at one point because I was like, yeah. I didn't see her in the credits, but it sure sounds like her. Yeah. So it is crazy. Like, I, I, just to go back to the casting thing, I was like, legit, like, oh man, they got Annette Benning in this too, which is like, I. I am shocked that all of these people would do this. I love that yeah. it happens, but it's 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 wild. Mm-hmm. I, it is. It, it can't is be weird. money. Yeah. It it has to be something. I mean, I guess money explains an awful lot of things. To be honest, <laughs> no, but, it's, a, it's a low impact sort of work. Like, yeah, it's like got to be saying, like, like reasonably easy to do and kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. but like Haley, I, Haley yeah. Atwell keeps showing up, and it's like I Haley Atwell is. I don't know. If we're well, gonna I kind of wonder. Her, I kind of wonder if they're going to do something with Captain Carter and the live action. They really, I, they should, more, you know, more yeah. than what they've already done. I think it would be, I think it would be awesome. Yeah, like I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe they do the whole like thing where the universes collide and get together, and and Captain Carter is there. Um, yeah, they can oh, have yeah. her in. Yeah. Uh, well, this is another thing uh, we're going to talk about. Let's say yeah. it's not Kang Dynasty. <laughs> Whoever anymore, they're fighting at the end, whatever, of it, whatever yeah, the right. <laughs> whatever the big war thing is. Doctor Doom, probably. Don't they have secret wars? Yeah, that, Secret Wars is that a title? Yeah. Secret, there you yeah. go. Secret oh, Wars yeah, is like, yeah. She would she would be great in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, she'd be amazing in that. She would be great. Like she could just do the Captain America role, one hundred percent. We, uh, I want to throw in. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, but Fred Tatasciur. Um, oh yeah, who yeah. does a lot of voice work, um, but is also Shax on on Lord uh, Lord Dex. Yeah. yeah. So oh, fun. we needed a Star Trek reference. Yeah. We hadn't had one yet. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Shax is great. I got a, a uh, Bajorans are my people. I just they're amazing. <laughs> they're versatile. Versatile. Um I will say one other fun thing we get in this episode is obviously we get the Winter Soldier and both Howard and Peggy recognize him immediately <laughs> with the mask yeah, on. Well, I like, see, wait a minute, Steve didn't recognize him with the mask yeah, on. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, well, I it's think economy, knew, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it yeah, right, right, right. We only have twenty minutes. But they mentioned that there were like rumors. So like I think that the idea is they essentially knew. I guess he so. was. Yeah. Um, but we're like, yeah, freaked out by it. And of course, in the other, in the main universe, it's him who kills Howard. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I assume <laughs> Howard doesn't die in this universe. Right. But also Howard talks him down from killing Peter, mm-hmm. too, which is a nice moment yeah. where yeah. he basically uses Steve to base to say, you know, Steve believed in you, believed in Bucky and Bucky wouldn't do this. And then you get the, you know, Bucky gets to break free at the end there and go off on some different adventures i guess yeah yeah I liked, but i like that they did that too because yeah. it wasn't like a uh uh like a giant like throwing like he just put the gun down you know what i mean like it wasn't like uh i'm gonna clean up my face paint i'm gonna like i'm, right. I'm walking yeah. away. like the, it it was just a moment of like look i'm just not gonna take the shot and then uh it is a, a quiet and internal uh revolution rather than uh an overt, in-your-face sort of uh, display of change of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought it, it was handled oddly, subtly for a cartoon, basically. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that was solid. I also um, I feel like uh, uh, we didn't really mention too much about Michael Douglas either, but I think he does a great job here. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky because I think but his voice is much... He sounds much older. He has it has since he is. I know he's had some medical issues over the past several years, but like, you know, his character, of course, is much younger than Michael Douglas sure. is in this yeah. particular setting. But I, I think, think he, he still does job, a great I don't job. Think it's, I don't yeah. think it's super. I mean, you know, if you listen to an old recording of Michael Douglas, obviously it's gonna it's gonna seem 
way different but i don't if you don't do that <laughs> i don't think it's part, part of me wonders you know to your comment about john slattery i felt similarly about lawrence fishburne and i wondered yeah. if there's some i wonder if there's some i wonder if they're doing some processing on it to try and make their voices sound a little younger or something i would imagine and it just so. yeah. it just loses a little bit of the mm. their distinct timbers because lawrence i felt like the bill foster i enjoyed i'm glad lawrence fishburne got to do that i love lawrence yeah. fishburne he's amazing. i think he's yeah. he did not he i liked his role in the second ant-man movie but we never really got to get yeah. him back mm-hmm. uh and so i like that he gets to show up here and play that character a little bit more especially like sort of at the i'm gonna say it the height of his powers but uh, uh, i had to i was starting to say i disclaimed it <laughs> it's all good. Uh, uh we get another you know what the character that i love entering the most has got to be thor that guy <laughs> knows how to make an entrance that's true and they, he's they, so they keep fun. having him do it too <laughs> I know it's because so he does great. it again Just, in the next episode. In the next I know, episode, yeah. I know, yeah. I'm like not really a Thor, a Thorman, a, a Thor fan. <laughs> like Thorman. typically, I didn't, I didn't really read the comics or anything, uh, you know, back when. And I know there's some good runs, and I've since gone back and read yeah. some of them. But it, it's not my bag. Like it's just not my thing. But man, uh, when he <laughs> when he powers up and does some Thor stuff, I love it every time. Like that scene in uh, Ragnarok, the classic one, the. Uh, the uh the led zeppelin one yeah mm-hmm. that is incredible and when he when he juices up uh to fight uh thanos and he's all disheveled and then like, he lightning bolts his beard into a braid that is just <laughs> it's so funny it's he's so fun uh, just and, and a, a lovely portrayal and even in this one he's being fun uh you know He's out to kill a kid, which is not great. No, but uh, but he's (laughs) it's funny, and he's pretty dour. But he's the line is funny. (laughs) He's like, yeah, like a little. He's what are we going to do with him? Like a little light torture or something. (laughs) Yeah, they they are. It's well deployed. Like you know, our the the evolution of Thor from the first movie into Ragnarok slash Love Thunder, where he's played much more as a buffoon comedian. I think they they do a nice job here of keeping him largely kind of like as a straight man, but also dipping like they just have the right deployment of like a yeah. couple jokes here and there without making it like it's the Thor's a dumb idiot show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I think that's well deployed there because he's great at Chris Hemsworth has really incredible comic timing and he's comic good, chops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those things that feels a little unfair. Like he's, he's, he's funny like guy handsome and like, 30, and like Yeah, he's like huge yeah. and handsome and, and very yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. Exactly. <laughs> it works great for Thor though, because like Superman, Thor's one of those characters like, you know, when he's forging his big axe thing and he's what, standing in front of his son getting blasted. It's like mm-hmm. this character's indestructible, basically. And you need to uh temper that a little bit and it's tempered by him being kind of a goof and like not you know not yeah. always being on there or being a bit of a hothead and then it, it works out really well i think yeah and it's just it's so funny that where it's come from considering that you know he's not funny in the first movie <laughs> right not intentionally certainly he's, he's yeah. well yeah. like the the coffee mug on the floor thing and like getting hit by a car or something but it's yeah, a couple, all there's a couple fish out of water things, jokes. none of it is yeah exactly none of it is plays to his timing it's not played as a right. comedy yeah. it's played right. as an action movie with a few with usual marvel levels of humor it wasn't really until the third one that they leaned right. heavily into yeah and then the yeah. second one yeah. is just dour i mean you know yeah. <laughs> his mother well, it's your favorite and, one that's that's it's, the height it's not my favorite movie just his favorite movie 
guy. Get it right. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Of all time. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> has, that, uh, has that tattoo healed up? Good, though? <laughs> He's got Christopher Lackleston as, uh, right as a dark right elf. across just, my back. Uh, exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. Oh, just the, the way your muscles ripple. It is hypnotic <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it look like Christopher Eccleston's eyebrows are, all the are hair. furrowed. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, all right, should we should we move on sure. to the? Uh, all right, moving on to episode three, which is the the reason for the season. Uh, what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? I don't which understand the premise. What is what happened? What went different? Nothing. They just wanted to do this show. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they they said they said, what if in this universe, um, Hammer had more time to spend in, in prison. prison or something like that? That's it. I mean, like, there's like it's <laughs> just like <laughs> Hammer came up with some plan in prison that he didn't have. He didn't come up with in the regular universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, okay. I two things I uh, I want to point out. One, I'm not exactly sure when in the chronology this takes place. Don't. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I know. I think I'm I think exactly. We did, we are, we are not supposed yeah. to ask questions Anyways, about this. Uh, it's pre-Ultron. It's definitely pre-Ultron. Pre-Ultron. Okay. It has yeah, to be. Yeah. Got it's those ro- robots, right? He's got the. It's got to be during that period where they're going around smashing Nazis. Yeah. Which Hydra should be yeah. every period. Sorry, Hydra again. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like think, uh, at the beginning of Age of Ultron, we see them sort of wipe out their last base, right? So right. between the end of, uh, I guess, Cap event. Avengers, Cap Two, uh, no, the, the Cap second Two, Cap, yeah, Cap, Cap two, two and Ultron, okay. and Ultron feels like there's a period in there where they're avenging, they're hanging out, having parties, yeah, beating up bad and guys. Eventually, Christmas. Yeah. Um, also, the story I heard is that they asked John Favreau if he wanted to come back, and he said, "Yeah, but you have to let me be the freak," which is a uh, a version of Happy Hogan from the comics who gets Hulk serum or whatever. Oh, I don't know, something like that. I, I did not right. know. I thought I they just know. invented it. That was not in the comics. This is a legit thing from the comics, <laughs> apparently. Uh, and he really wanted to do that. And um, apparently they're like, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, it worked. I, I, I don't think you say no. To, I'm sure people say no to John Favreau all of the time. But uh, <laughs> they kind of oh. usually at their own peril. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. I don't think he's going to be vindictive or anything. But Sorry, uh, I, I have to point out. Of, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I really enjoy in the in the Wikipedia page where they say in this first paragraph, he is also the father of the teen abomination. Was married to Pepper Pops, Pepper Potts. And has occasionally been mutated into the giant, savage, nearly mindless, superhumanly strong humanoid known as the Freak. <laughs> We've all been there. Uh, that's fun, though, right? Like, I could, yeah. you know, like, okay, I don't I really don't need to work. I'm in The Mandalorian, too. Well, I guess he, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, he's, he's got a lot going on. He doesn't need to be doing, you know... Pick up Starring in an episode like, of yeah, What If. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, it, so... Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, obviously, shock a block with diehard references. I mean, and and yeah. and very much called out, uh, which is fun. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Is there, is there something about those cherries? Darcy can't remember the name of the movie, but she <laughs> yeah. remembers like Reginald Val Johnson characters from it. Yeah. Well, it's not the character. It's oh yeah, it's Reginald Val Johnson, like the, the, the actor. actor. Yeah. 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 Which is extra funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also, I enjoy the the uh, uh, first of all, Sam Rockwell again. Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell character. Also, I feel like they 
There is a bit where is it in the um is it in the Ben Kingsley short where he's also yeah he's in, in the, the prison there. yes yeah. um yeah. that I enjoy like again Sam Rockwell is fun to watch he's I, just delicious he's so I, yeah. he's having a lot of fun here and I like the bit where he tells the story about uh, that's basically cribbed from a Christmas story yeah <laughs> he loves the yeah. air rifle. <laughs> And the people are like, and you can guess what happens next. And there's just the one voice like, you shot your eye out? (laughs) It's well done. The call outs from the audience are pretty good in that that scene. It is. Yeah, it's he's just so great. And they make him dance, too, which is like Mm -hmm. kind of his shtick for some reason. Yeah, Yeah. I I do not like Iron Man, too. It's a stinker. But he's great in it. He's a lot of fun. I will defend that one too. But <laughs> really, well, you know oh, yeah, what? I, I do like love. that one. I mean, you know, I like almost all these movies. So you know, okay, I'm, okay, I'm deep in the pocket of MCU, a big MCU. Well, we're going to have to explain the rating system to you. Uh, <laughs> so, what I don't like about that movie is just the ending. Is like just a spam of robots, and I don't know. It doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not the best for sure, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, not like I, the end of Iron Man three, which is also a they spam they of had robots. they had me yeah. in suitcase suit. Yeah, exactly. Suitcase that's yeah. that it. That's probably one of my high points of the MCU. That and we Cap getting the out. shield. That and Cap getting yeah. the uh, the hammer. That those are oh, yeah. the two yeah. best if, parts of the yeah, MCU. If we could edit Elon out of Iron Man two, it also improve. <laughs> yeah, that would, help. That would yeah. Help. yeah. They're supposed to be stomping Nazis. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Kobe this Smulders is, is I mean, back. Uh, Kobe Smulders gets to come back <laughs> after being unceremoniously killed in the uh, Secret Invasion last year. What? What happened to Oh, her? yeah. Sorry. That, uh, that was a scroll. No, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, that was a LMD. It, that whole show mm. was just LMDs versus Skrulls. Yeah. That's pointless. <laughs> okay. All right, well. I, uh, honestly, they should maybe just call that show What If Secret Invasion? <laughs> just if, let oh, it ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They have got to memory hole that thing. Animate like over it. Yeah, it's just that, bad. It's it's badness it's bad that extends beyond the bad of the show itself yeah. because it yeah, actively hurts the rest no, of the yeah for no good reason. And yeah. you know, effectively killed Fury because that ain't the Fury that we saw in the Marvels. Who is <laughs> Sam Jackson having fun, which is delightful. You know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to dwell on that, but yeah, no, Colby Smulders was great. Um, I actually got to do pretty badass stuff. You know. Yeah, she gets uh, fun here. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. She says her leg's broken, and then she's standing on it later. But yeah. whatever. It's a minor. Well, she it's a flesh wound. Mm. She's tough. <laughs> a, bro- a, a broken bone is a flesh wound? We <laughs> oh, have, yeah. She got <laughs> Okay. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, you also get, like, in addition to Hemsworth getting, like, a brief cameo, uh, Ruffalo and Renner both show up, which yep, I yep. enjoy, yeah. uh, in very, very brief scenes. Um, as well as some of our stand-ins for the rest of the team. So, and I um, guess this was this was actually done like two years ago or something like that. Was I this mean, the one really? that was done two years ago? I, I thought think there was another so, one. Because, no, it's the um, racing one that was done. I thought last it was year. the racing one. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was from season one, but they didn't put it in. Well, it, that one's the one yeah. where it has Gamora, who is in the. Well, I was trying end to figure out the thing with one. Runner because I mean he's been out of commission for quite some time. He's back like now, one apparently. Um, but uh, he was. Yeah, he had a serious yeah, he had a yeah. serious yeah. accident. But I mean, again, it was like one. He's only got like one or two lines in yeah. this, so possible yeah. they just they planned it earlier or something. <laughs> well, he's in traction. Yeah, you're contra- right. just <laughs> you're in traction. You're also contractually obligated to deliver these lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, just- what was I going to say? Oh, 
Uh, a special call out to one of my favorite jokes in this entire episode, which is when they boot up the replacement AI, Werner. <laughs> that is so good. Which is like, random as hell, but yeah. is very funny. Impersonation. I was hoping machine. that it was really Werner Herzog, but it's of course not. it was not. <laughs> it's Ross Marquand who yeah. did also did the other, um, he was the replacement Red Skull voice. Yeah. He's like a he's, voice he's actor great. guy. He's really, I mean, he's, yeah. he is terrific. Yeah, that that was um, just a weird cherry on top. It, it, yeah, like, I don't. It's, it makes it no sense. Way. It's like, great. It does. Yeah, <laughs> but it's per, you know, it's like you see that it's Werner, and you're like, hmm, maybe, yeah. and then it is. <laughs> <laughs> Once man controlled machines, and now it's so perfect. It's so great. I love it. it it's weird as hell. Um, I, yeah, it's like, man. why would you make an AI that is going to be so disagreeable just, and not no. do anything for you? Yeah. It's not understand. Tony's it makes a weird no guy, sense. though. That's I can great. definitely see him doing that. It's an AI for um, your enemies, I guess. Yeah. And I think we did not praise enough Kat Dennings. Uh, yeah. Darcy no, is yeah. a great character and deserves, again, deserves more screen time. Yeah. And she's a lot of fun I here. I suspect I she'll love, get more. I mean, I don't, I don't think I she's think so I don't too. think she's done. I mean, she, all the she bits keeps with showing the, up in this show, so... The, the the consistent bits of the um the have you ever had a paying job <laughs> yeah uh, nope. are just great uh, I love happy when fun. he's like you're the best best boss ever oh that really means a lot coming from you who's had so many <laughs> so bosses many bosses yeah. <laughs> and he's being sincere because happy's like a big yeah. he's a big lug you know he's yeah. a lovable no. guy yeah, it's great no. uh this is just a I mean this is a Christmas special episode it is. I think it does exactly what it says on the tin. For me, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. because what's great about it is like, even though I have that like anxiety about like, oh, are they going to get happy back to the way it was? It doesn't <laughs> why, matter. Why? I have why to let it go. Any, why would you have anxiety about that? I yeah. don't know because I'm a weird have you, person. Have you seen the rest of them? I've only seen up through the next one. Okay. So no, no spoilers through the back I mean, half of the season. Whatever. It, it, yeah. A, I don't want to spoil anything for the readers, but like, I don't even know if you can spoil these things because, you know, it's just a bunch of gags and fun stuff going on. I, so it's not like, you know. Speaking of gags, I do want to call them out for the, uh, the finally somebody hit the gag in this episode that I had been waiting for the first half of the episode, which is when he calls him, when Hammer calls him Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's oh. like, yeah. that was just sitting there. Right. Someone yep. had to say it or else I would have been like just upset about it. It is fun. Uh, I mean, it's just fun because they don't. Uh, you can tell you're not supposed to take it seri- seriously at all. No, because of course not. Yeah. They are not taking the danger particularly seriously. Um, you know, it's it's like Hammer makes some you know Christmas type jokes, and Darcy says, "Oh, those those are deep cuts. Those are good. Those are good." And they're not like they're not bothered. No, and everything's yeah. that's what makes it. It's great, lighthearted. I think. Yeah, I like that he falls out the window at the end, like uh, like Goober. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, and he goes and catches but him, but he yeah. saves him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. I let, man, smashing those robots was gruesome. <laughs> like it was with the oil. Everywhere. Yeah, holy cow! If there's one thing problem, not problem. I, I kind of just wish they'd give the hog more to do. Like, I, I just feel like the MCU in general just doesn't know what to do with the Hulk. So, yeah, it's uh, tough because yeah, he like he ends any fight true. he starts right yeah. like. Yeah. Well, he what did you say? He, he he ends pretty much any fight that. He, but like, that's just not in. true. He's lost every single I time. Know, he has lost. A lot. He lost yeah, to Iron Man in his iron suit. He lost to Thanos. He lost. Yeah. I don't know. He just keeps getting his ass handed to him. 
Like it's I, kinda... I am not the biggest you know. Hulk fan, and I but I understand your feeling about the like he. I think he's a tricky character to kind he's of a very nail character. down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like Superman or anything, and the concept is he's unstoppable. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge Hulk fan, but I've read great runs of that character, and I know that there's great potential in him. I yeah. just don't think the MCU has unlocked it. Well, it's the problem. I think the problem is when it's best is is that kind of loner type. Yeah, you know, so he doesn't. It doesn't work great in team situations and right. they either can't or contractually because there's still some problem with universal i think do oh, a, a yeah. dedicated yeah. hulk movie so or, or or they just don't want to i don't know i don't know which one it is i think it's probably a little bit of both yeah but it seems too bad in a way because i think like him you know the isolation aspect works best for him yeah right and i think they could do they a great, went, like a like a gray hulk movie or something like some there was right. a great run by Peter yeah, David yeah. where he was like going after yeah. gamma bombs or something, but they don't have the gamma bomb excuse in this one. I don't know. They can They're, come up with something. I mean, they'll come up. Yeah, yeah. they'll come up. Plus, with we've something. done. We've got Smart Hulk now, and like it's it's kind of a different. They've mutated, if you will, into a different thing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I feel like you're also at the point where maybe, uh, as with a lot of the originals, you're kind of deploying them very strategically when they yeah. show up, and I yeah. think we may have. Certainly may have passed the point where we're going to do a standalone Hulk movie, but I could see him showing up as a supporting yeah. character, kind of like he did in Ragnarok or even in She-Hulk. You um, better come back when they get the Fantastic Four, because he's got to beat the tar out of the thing. <laughs> well, we got, <laughs> the only thing I care about. We got to see him being Dad Hulk next. That's the... Oh, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> not interested in that. Ridiculous cameo. Uh, all right. Do we want to talk about one more? I did watch one more, or we can just we can do I think our we rating should. for these. I think we should. Then talk we could about do the back more. half later. I mean, okay. this is the one that was supposed to be in the previous season. Season anyway, one. Right? What if so Iron Man crashed year, the into the Grand Master? Yeah. Wherein Tony Stark does not come back after going into the portal to uh, save everybody at the end of Avengers, and crash lands on Sakar and is taken captive by the Grand Master. Uh, interferes in the death race. race. <laughs> yeah, the pod racing. Now this is pod racing. Uh, meets Gamora, who tries to kill him, and they're all imprisoned and forced to race along with the, and like, eventually escape, and then they challenge the Grandmaster to a race for the Dominion of Sakaar. Uh, also recruit Korg and Valkyrie, and then there's just a racing, a very long, I, I thought of it more as, like, a Mario Kart situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I, yeah, uh, this is kind of a weird episode. It also is, is tricky because it relies heavily on uh, Mick Winger, who does the Tony Stark voice. Yeah. Who I think <laughs> is pretty good. I think he's quite um, good, actually. I think, did he do the first season or was it yes, somebody else? He did. Okay, because I think he's gotten, sure. w- he's gotten even better. Um, I, th- I think he was okay in the first season, and I think he's been very strong in this season, personally. Yeah, the standout in this episode is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Again, yeah, a person well, who Jeff does not Goldblum's need to show up there. Out, come on. But and and Josh just, Brolin shows up as Thanos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for one line. <laughs> what? Before he gets possibly murdered? It's unclear. Yeah. Um, I, I, but for the Jeff Goldblum thing, I don't know. There are some actors where when you watch their performance, does ever part of you feel like, and this is, I don't want to discredit the writers, but does everyone ever feel like they just put in the script, like placeholder, like Jeff Goldblum line here? Yeah. <laughs> and then Jeff <laughs> right, Goldblum right, just right. makes it up on the day because he's so weird and yet so <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in every appearance. Yeah. I, I love that. It just, his script 
packet just says take it away jeff yeah yeah <laughs> he just goes with it i i mean yeah. credit to the writers uh who for really channeling jeff goldblum correctly <laughs> but this is such a bizarre episode such a weird character yeah uh it's it's kind of delightful i'm melting it's so like <laughs> does he dead when he melts i don't know no because no she idea. like there's a post credit yeah. oh where right, she gets yeah. like, he gets like scooped into a jar or something <laughs> well he's yeah. a he's a is he a celestial what is he yeah, so something like, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Ego, ego level. Yeah, right. His ego right. level, power level kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess he can't die, but anyway, yeah. So much fun. Um, I kind of don't care for this episode. It's not bad. It's fun. I just there's nothing for me to really hang my hat on. That said, the yeah, first three I think- that I, we just discussed, I watched again this morning. So. Possibly right, by, I didn't. I didn't watch this yeah. one second a second time yet. Um, yeah, yeah. Plot I may wise, like it better. Yeah, plot wise, it's very slight. Um, even the Gamora stuff, which is supposed to be kind of the meat of it, yeah. I feel like is a little. There's like a. This is a weird one because it also has like a a clip package at the beginning, and they sort of like have Jeffrey Wright talking about like, oh, I mean, you may be wondering where she came from, but if, usually they start off in other stories, and it's like. But it's still Tony's story, which feels kind of like, yeah, I don't want to say jerky, but like, yeah, Gamora, Gamora's whole story is about Tony dictating her mm-hmm. decisions, you mm-hmm. know? Right. And so I don't love that part of it. I actually feel like the Gamora part is the weakest part of this. Yeah. Um, I enjoy Valkyrie. I enjoy Korg. Yeah. Yeah. Valkyrie's um, always great. Yeah. yeah. And, and Tessa, Tessa Thompson Tessa does Thompson. great roles. More Tessa yeah. Thompson just yeah. in my life at mm-hmm. all times. Basically, it would be great. Um, <laughs> She's awesome. If you're interested, the the actress who plays Topaz, who is her uh, Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> yeah. uh, second in command, is also, uh, she has a big role in the second season of Foundation. Oh, really? Uh, and she, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I have, She's I have very watched good. one episode of that. I've heard She's it's very great, good in that, so. in that okay. show, uh, but also exceptionally creepy in that show. Oh, good. Um, okay. She's yeah, but I, she's good yeah, in everything, really. I mean, she's yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. a long time uh, Taika Waititi collaborator. Like yes. he's worked with yeah. her a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, about um, your Jeff Goldblum thing. Apparently, I was yes. I listened to a uh, or watched an interview with uh, Taika Waititi, and uh, apparently his method is like it's not so much like improving. <laughs> like he writes every word, and then they say the words, and then maybe they'll do oh, an yeah. extra take or two. Like it's he's a very it. very meticulous creator, which you can tell by his work uh so yeah how you ma- merge that with <laughs> jeff goldblum going bananas who knows but uh it, well it, done it, it did amazing yeah 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 so yeah this episode i i don't mind i think this had one of these stronger like what if premises in the sense of like yes. it really is the does does tony get back through the portal or not like right that but is the a fun premise little, like, is the excuse to tell to, a great story not yes the goal of that's the, fair yeah yeah. yeah, that's fair. I think it's interesting that they show up in the in the crossover from the previous season. Um, and I think, as we said before, this was supposed to be in the first season and, and then was not. Um, and th- their big MacGuffin doesn't even appear in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> right. They have, that, they have that device that's supposed to destroy Infinity Stones, and it's not even in this episode. Yeah, I don't know. Which I think is fine because in the end it doesn't matter because it doesn't like it doesn't end up working right. in the right. previous episode because it's like Infinity Stones are different from different you know different realities although 
a lot of times it seems they seem to work exactly the same in different realities, but okay. Well, except in the <laughs> you TVA, just can't where you just have them, them in the, the same drawer. way. Just have a drawer full of them in the TVA. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm trying to figure out if this got reworked substantially, it and that's have. why it got yeah. held back. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it it is a little odd that it is cast as this one thing, and yet it feels very different from that. So I don't know, but I I don't have a problem with saying this is the weakest of the four. That I've watched of this of this yeah, first yeah. four, yeah. It's, and it's um, funny, like I don't re- like. I mean, I have watched. The, I watched the other three, I think, last night um, for the second time, and did not watch this. So that, I'm sure that's some of it, but like I don't really remember the plot all that well. <laughs> right. It's not important. Yeah, right. I, mean, I think I again, I think I just expunged it and moved on. The the racing stuff is kind of fun. Um, again, I played a lot of Mario Kart recently, and I feel like that was really like channeling that for me. Um, and it obviously death race and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like it, it, that part of it is, it looks cool. It's weird. Um, you know, it's got some entertainment value to it. Uh, there's a lot of comedy in this one and I feel like that works very well. Um, but, uh, overall the plot is kind of eh, take it or leave it. Yeah. Uh, so do an overall, overall rating for ritual? the first yeah. half there. Sure. Why not? Go for it, John. John. Okay, yeah, John. no, I'm giving it I'm giving it a biff. Um some are obviously better than others, but it's also just I, I think and I I think my rating for this show might be a little e- more lenient just sure. because it's yeah. all stuff that doesn't I mean say it doesn't matter, but it you know, it's not part of the main continuity and it doesn't, it doesn't matter in the way that movies with people actually in them matter. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I think that's kinda true. I mean because <laughs> because we are told at the beginning of every single episode that this is some other weird reality. I have a friend who's who absolutely hates the multiverse stuff simply because nothing matters. <laughs> and I don't I don't take it that far, but to a certain degree in this show like i mean does the stuff does the stuff in the universe that um monica ends up in at the end of marvels like does that matter as much as stuff the stuff that's in the main universe no it depends where they go with yeah. it <laughs> yeah um so none of this stuff is the 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 weight of it is not nearly as heavy uh, and it's just it, it, particularly the the christmas episode i think is sort of indicative of that it's like it's just fun just have a good time so that's kind of what I, that's kind of my approach to this show in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in that regard, I think it, it's the, the, we're doing just the first four episodes. It's absolutely, um, managed that for me. Like I said, I think that, I think the first and the last one, the first and the fourth one are probably the weakest of the, of the four for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I, I definitely enjoyed the first one for sure. And I enjoyed the middle two quite a bit. So. Yeah. I will, if I may interject next, I think this, I think it's a bit for me too. I, I mean, like you said, I think we're grading on a bit of a curve yeah. and I think the, this show is entertaining. I did want to say, I, I thought the first one has the best looking art. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the style is very consistent throughout, I thought the, the sort of dark uh, Blade Runner E art in the first one really popped. It felt very, um, the rest of it can sometimes feel like it just sort of, blends together kind of like an mcu movie right where it's like right. well you've seen the you've seen the look of an mcu movie they like then you get like ragnarok you're like oh this looks really different from a lot of them or black panther oh this has a really different look to it mm-hmm. um 
I might rate the first one a little higher than the second one for me. I don't yeah. know. It just, I think it just the formula kind of worked for me and it was felt very like someone had a crystallized idea and kind of was like, Good. I just want to run with it. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like a very strong story in and of itself. Um, but I didn't dislike the other ones. Um, I agree that the fourth one is probably the weakest. And then I would say that the Christmas one is probably at the top of the list. Um, but, you know, it's it, again, it is played for humor. It's played for, um, you know, Christmas stuff, yeah. all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I, it really, you know, I really enjoyed it in that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this gets a biff overall. It's a fun. I wish there was more like this. This is sort of the thing with um, with uh, Echo where they're rebranding it under this different Mar- the Marvel Spotlight um, name. Where is that it's distinct sort of like- from the Werewolf at Night? Or by night thing? What was that? Uh, that was Marvel Special or something. Okay. Special so this is what I mean. It's like, how many flavors of Coca-Cola yeah. are you going to make? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like- well, I think the issue is they're trying to get away from that perception of like, you need to do homework, um, which is funny because that show seems predicated on a show that was on a totally different yeah. service <laughs> for a long time. Uh, but you know, I wish they would do like this, you know, like the same way that DC has said, essentially, we're going to put a lot of that stuff into Elseworlds, kind of, and like, it doesn't matter for like the main chronology stuff. I wish Marvel would take a few more chances like that these days, because I think that is the kind of thing that could potentially, you know, let them unlock something that would come back and have everybody feeling like it was fresh and new and different. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is fun, but like, is also ultimately kind of slight. And I think by the end of it, people were like, that was fun. And we kind of moved on to the next thing. So mm-hmm. Biff, but like realizing that it's not necessarily something with a lot of longevity to it. Yeah. I, I'll, okay. it's a, it's a third Biff, uh, basically all the same reasons. Um, what I, I think helps it is what we were talking about at the top, which is like the, the release schedule. I like shows that take a swing and a miss kind of thing. Episodic shows. I mean, we talk about Star Trek all the time. There's a lot of bad Star Trek out there. Like, And then the next week, or in my case, right after the credits start rolling, we go into the next episode. It's a different one, and maybe it's better. <laughs> um, this has that same kind of aspect to it, especially given the, uh, the release cadence and all of that. And so I, I, I appreciated that. I like when... Uh, when creators take a swing, sometimes you miss. That's great. That's fine. Like, or sometimes you do something that's not particularly for me. That's awesome. If it's for somebody else and they love it, that's great. Uh, the Tony Stark one, the one at the end, kind of weak, but whatever. Uh, it, broadly, a biff. And I want to, I don't think it's great, but I do want to sort of at least underscore that. Uh, this kind of show and taking sort of weird creative chances is uh, great. And I, I, like Dan was saying, I'd like to see them do that as uh, maybe not as much as possible, but definitely take opportunities or, or take some time to sort of just really stretch themselves and do something interesting. Because what year is it now? 2024? We're coming up on... Nah, sure. that's not right. We'll, we can claim that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and I are now. It's over this. What? Are you? That's weird. I don't understand this joke. I just do not understand this joke. Is this a time traveling dad joke or something? Because it could I'm, be if we want it to be. Sure. Okay. 
Okay. okay I, it will be. It will be a time variable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you guys. Let's say it's 2024 for the sake of argument. Sure. For the sake of argument. <laughs> okay. Uh, the MCU's <laughs> been around for what? Like, long time now. Since what? 2008? 16 years. 16 yeah. years. Yeah. We're getting up there. So uh, I think it is time to start, you know, stretching those wings and trying some new things. Don't say, start drinking. Don't say that was like six years ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry. You know what I mean? Like it. Yep. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely six years ago. And like, but there's no time like now, right? To start trying new things. Yep. And that's why I loved Werewolf by Night. Uh, yep. That's why I love the idea of what if, if, even if they don't all land for me. Uh, and this is kind of why I'm excited about Echo, despite me. I'm not necessarily a. I don't like gratuitous violence. I don't even know if this violence is gratuitous, but like it's it's gonna be a lot, and it's not always my bag. But uh, I, I am excited that they're trying new things. So for that reason, yeah, this probably lifts it into like a, a pretty solid bit for me. With like a yeah. meta reason, which is a little weird, but there you go. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, I think it's allowed. I I was thinking about this the other day. I was, I was thinking about this both both Star Wars and Marvel, where I felt like yeah. I, these we've hit the point where like you know i saw a rumor not a rumor i don't even go that far um a prediction from a industry follower that this might be the year that kevin feige takes like a takes a little break <laughs> and like they're like he doesn't have to but you know i could I, I could see this happening and i thought to myself yeah, i think kevin feige's done a pretty great job but also i can understand being at a point where uh, Marvel and you know Disney overall, the control aspect of it is so powerful mm-hmm. that it's hard. We've seen them clash with creators before who have a particular vision. Edgar Wright, like, and Ant-Man is yeah, like exactly. the one that I always Cla- like. I mean, Edgar Wright original, is a- way back when. Yeah, yeah, he's a and, brilliant but there have been others. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there have been others, and I feel like you know it may be the time to sort of loosen the reins a bit and and give mm-hmm. people a chance to be like, hey, you're a really <laughs> that doesn't seem to be what they're person. saying though. No, I don't think so either. But you know, maybe that's sort of a I mean, post uh, talk is you know, post. They they, post they say things Wars that they thing. don't actually mean. So that's well. I mean, welcome to Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I I think depending on how fatigued people actually are with superhero movies, your opportunity is to have new voices come in and have a little bit more free reign in doing something that's different and fresh yeah i don't know if they'll go that route or not but that's what i like to see yeah Yeah. that's how we got that's iron man was that right like let's take robert downey jr who at the time not a bankable star at that point uh, Mm -hmm. you know i think he'd done kiss kiss bang bang maybe uh which was fine but not a it wasn't a block yeah i just heard you guys talk about it yeah it's yeah i I like that movie but i like it because it's weird and quirky uh it's not necessarily a great movie um uh, what was the other one that he did? The one with Tom Cruise in it, and he uh, he was in Blackface, which was a bold Oh, oh Tropic choice. Thunder. No, Tropic Tom, Thunder. Tom Cruise isn't in that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's in Tropic Thunder? Yeah, yeah. He's like a, he's a balding guy with like a, a fat suit on, basically. He's like one of the producers oh of the movie. <laughs> did, I, yeah. did I miss him in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That isn't actually a good movie. And I know I just said something with Blackface is a good movie, and it is definitely yeah, dicey. Yeah. But the I mean, entire purpose—it's it. funny. It's, the entire yeah, it's, purpose it's, is it's, that it, character. It definitely takes you know some 
It takes some risks. <laughs> some questionable risks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, would I endorse it? I guess I am, but I don't mean to. Like, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not saying everybody would love this movie. I, I do think that the purpose of Downey's character is to make fun of exactly that kind of over the top method acting kind of stuff, and it it works. Anyway, at the time, back in 2008, uh, not not hugely bankable, you know, verging on liability. Uh, and then uh, Favreau, who's, you know, sort of an indie filmmaker at the time. I guess he'd done Elf. He'd done which, Jumanji, too, I think. Well, maybe he'd done um, Jumanji. Yeah. 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 And like, but, but he still, was, a, like, he was an actor that... turned director, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Iron Man himself, who is not a top-tier a beer, Marvel. Beer, beer yeah. 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 Right? Like, nobody, nobody for 2008. Like, I knew Iron, we knew who Iron Man was, but, like, yeah. the average person had no clue who Iron Man was. Yeah. And it's just a great confluence of a, well, technology being good enough that they could render solid materials like the Iron Man suit in a reasonably uh, compelling way. Uh, I thought those Favreau. were all practical effects, no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to get Todd to call, call Todd. you. Yeah, call yeah. Todd. No, no, it's fine. Todd's Don't take gonna, Todd on me. It's fine. <laughs> the first one had do, more... Do you, want me to add, do you want me to add him on Mastodon right now and just <laughs> see if like, he can answer the question before? <laughs> oh, it's all right. I got it. I can, te- I can text him. We're recording a I got him on my right message. It's good. We're good. <laughs> Are the effects in Iron Man practical? <laughs> <laughs> just watch as his face melts like uh, like the guy at the end of Raiders of the, of the Last Ark. Raiders of the Last Ark just melts. His face just melts off. <laughs> Todd crawling out of the out of the out of the ivory window like the girl from the ring, <laughs> <laughs> which was guess what a practical effect. They actually had That's somebody right, crawl yeah. out of it. Yeah, they had somebody crawl out from a TV all wet. <laughs> I, I don't actually ever need to think about that again. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway, yeah. So take more risks. That's how you got in this position in the first place. Uh, so to go back to the well, not the well that keeps like I, I, this is a I've just butchered this metaphor <laughs> like a golden goose that i was trying to say you've got a golden goose which is great but like go back and see if there's any other animals at, that you could pick up like yeah don't maybe, maybe <laughs> try something this totally turned different. into like Baldur's gate three it's like oh what other animals can i <laughs> can i place in my inventory <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying uh, like <laughs> you know shark whale take chance yeah. take chances i'm not take, s- chances. take chances i'm not saying get rid of the thing that's clearly working and you know paying the bills but you know you got a bit of money now don't rest on your laurels don't rest on your yes. laurels and, and realize that sooner or later that thing that's always worked for you will probably stop working yeah, yeah. and that's definitely that's definitely happened yeah and it's not because you know well okay we had a whole conversation about like <laughs> i hope State the the, the, the yeah. lesson of the marvels is not that oh it had three women in the lead <laughs> And that's why it didn't do well. Uh, yeah, it's, I hope, I hope there's a lot of lessons they do not take away from that because I yeah. think the narrative on that is very different from the actual film in evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have that is, like these are people that watch movies, right? Like they, I don't know. I, I, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm giving them too much credit, yeah. but like people know a good movie right. when they see one and a bad one. Like they're they, people are in this business. A, it's money for sure, but. You know, a lot of these people really love film and love movies and love art. So I like, I'm a little, I wouldn't uh, be too worried that they think it's a stinker of a movie just because the box office didn't work. I think, if anything, they probably have a poor opinion of the public rather than the movie well, itself. And, the, <laughs> so, and let's not forget is, that so much know. of that happened during the strike, too. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, the run up to it, the promotion, et cetera. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and the you know the whole future of the MCU right now is in a very very weird place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you um, want to do a little bit of news? 
Yeah, we'll do a quick superhero sweep. Did we talk when, when we last talked before we didn't, Christmas? And I thought about this earlier because well, this uh, is pre this pre was December eighteenth trial. With the conviction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess we yes. should. Dan, you want to just. Yeah, so to recap, Jonathan Majors, who is the actor playing Kang in his many incarnations, most recently in Loki season two, uh, was convicted of, uh, I don't remember the exact Don't say the charges because we're not, yeah, assault, but there's very specific legal terms and I don't want to make it up, but it's... Yeah, Yeah, we're not, so anyways, he found himself convicted of some legal troubles that were not particularly great, but most importantly, he was dropped by Disney. Um, They basically announced that they were no longer... Uh, he had been previously him. dropped by his um, talent agency talent or manager. Agency. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, and Disney, you know, his ten his his nature his uh, deal with Disney is becoming increasingly tenuous. You know, because we were all this this trial was several months in the like you know the lead up to this trial, right? We all knew it was coming, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, oh, "Are they going to drop him? They're not going to drop him." And I think Disney was just waiting for you know a conclusion to it one way or another. I'm not sure that even if he was acquitted, that he wouldn't have been fired. But it's certainly, I think him being convicted probably gave them an ironclad. Yeah, like, I think that was contractual. Yeah, they were like for that, to, to yeah, be able we can to say, we can well, fire you with well, no look, problems our, because our you were convicted are, of a crime. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that, of course, does throw the future of the MCU into a little bit of a conundrum because Kang was sort of, uh, you know, to be the big bad in this whole phase of movies leading up to. Uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So somewhere out there, some some writers are p- probably pulling some late nights uh, trying to come <laughs> up with some ideas about what to do instead. Yeah. And well, I mean, surely they've been on this case since... You know, yeah, I mean, sure. they had yeah, I'm sure they've been thinking about the it. the last yeah. six months at the very least, right? Yeah, yeah part of yeah. me wonders if the... How long does it take to, to, to plot out? <laughs> well, I, yeah, 128 right. movies and TV yeah. shows. <laughs> How hard could it be, Michael? Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's like um, the kind of thing, like... one banana. There's a lot you, of You know how this works. Like, they, they can hire effects. writers and have them yeah. work on projects that just never see the light of day. And that is yeah. entirely what I would do. I'd just be like, okay, well, then maybe this is not going to work out. Yeah. So we're going to hire a bunch of people, put them in a room, or have them, whatever, go to the cafe or they recast. and write up a bunch of stuff. Or they recast, which is what the yeah. rumors are saying now. Yeah, but there were some rumors for a while that nobody would want that role potentially yeah. to feel like they're taking over from this from Jonathan Majors, like specifically because of the, I think just the uh, optics of taking over from somebody who got convicted of something that is very unsavory. <laughs> so yeah, you don't know. I mean, that's th- there may be people out there who would be good for that role, and th- maybe they would just shift gears a bit. I mean, the go- the good news of Kang is that recasting that I think is probably pretty easy if from a story like one of the standpoint. easier things to do yeah yeah, yeah. but also just make it <laughs> wonders... they should just have don jittle do it <laughs> no we do we already we already said terrence harrow right With terrence harrow oh it's good. <laughs> uh that would be uh, such a hilarious return anyway, um, that guy's but too I busy the doing question... the math the <laughs> the question for me was like i was always a little puzzled that they had this sort of two-pronged like um like the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars kind of positioned as kind of like an Infinity War endgame combination when it seemed like those two things were very distinct stories, potentially. Well, yeah. in the comic books, yeah. Yeah. And so, but I mean, one, I think it, part I, of me wonders will you just play up the Secret Wars part? Because we had like Charlize Theron show up at the end of the Doctor Strange movie <laughs> about all the multiverse incursions or whatever. So maybe we just like, 
emphasize that or play up parts of that instead of doing the whole Kang Maybe. thing. But yeah, the end of Loki also sort of marginalized Kang, right? It was like yeah, so you really just Owen end up Wilson with the end like of, yeah, there was there was some weird thing, but they took care of it. And, yeah, yeah. You, you still have the end of Quantumania, I guess, which suggests there's a lot more of them out there. But mm-hmm. you could also kind of let that lie fallow. Yeah. At this point, you know, he hasn't showed up in so many places that yeah. you feel like, oh, we're obligated to to keep telling this guy's story. Yeah, I mean, right. my take on so. the Kang Dynasty thing was that uh, Kang was going to clang all of these multiverses together, and then the good guys lose, like in Infinity War, and then Secret Wars is all of them yeah. are all on the same yeah. Earth kind of thing, and then they, mm-hmm. you know, they overcome and figure it out somehow. Uh, and that's you know, it's not they can't. They can still do that. They just need... Maybe there was no inciting bad guy, which would be weird. Uh, I guess they could yeah. They could merge... Like They could end up with X-Men versus Avengers, right? Like, But that would be weird because you'd sure. be introducing all of the X-Men right. in one movie yeah. and have them that beating up like your favorite people, which seems like a bad choice. Uh, Doom is a possibility, but one that I yeah. think they should put him on the shelf and not use him. Like... Don't deploy Doom unless you unless you mean business kind of <laughs> That's thing. That's just good you advice know? in general. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they've done him twice already, and it stank both times. So, like, oh, we got to <laughs> rush around and have Doom. Uh, I think you'd take your time and get the one right. Uh, there's the Beyonder, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, that, I've seen some rumors about him potentially being in the mix. Um, a, vil- a villain I don't like know very well. Good character. He's not a character. He's an excuse to have it. He's just like kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and he, yeah. Though, and you know, I think it's the it, the style of the way he was drawn. Well, he's not the, the well. most eighties. Yeah, he's in a white he's jumpsuit just, yeah. with like padded shoulders, and he's and got like he's long, got like a, yeah, curly like hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's some options there. I think there's a lot of things they could do. I assume, like we said, they're still working hard on this. We're still a ways out. We talked about this a little bit at our last episode, but at the moment, you know, we've got the movie slate for this year is thin. There's one, <laughs> um, only one, right? There's Deadpool 3 is the only one. And that I'm sure will have its own shenanigans, but it's also feels like kind of its own thing. So yeah, it's unclear. I think it's still its own thing how much that will link in and then nothing until uh cap four which is next year yeah but next year there's like too many there's like thunderbolts yeah. cap four there's like I two others that, that i can't even... i would i would suspect something i think so that's exactly what i was yeah. gonna say it has yeah. to it doesn't have to but it it should like pace yourselves guys there's there's no reason to rush i mean like fantastic four is on the shelf for actually 2000 yeah for next year 2025 but is there's been zero casting. Um, nobody's heard anything about that, as far as I can tell. Thunderbolt seems much more solid, but it's supposed to come out after Fantastic Four. I feel like that Fantastic Four movie is going to get pushed. Yeah, yeah again, I think so. yeah. I think there's no question about. Take that. your time, and do then, it right. There's no rush. And then Blade, which is also Blade. been oh, man. like Poor Blade. super. <laughs> yeah, Blade has had a lot of problems too. So I I would not be shocked to see that get shuffled around as well. Um. So, yeah, I think flexibility, right? Like, yeah. it's going to be the name of the game there. I mean, and I've said it before, but these, they too. should just keep their mouth shut. Don't announce stuff that you're not ready to ship. Not, well, but like, <laughs> I, you know, I mean business when you say that. it. Like, don't just say stuff because it, it backfires. Sorry. I yeah, I, I laughed a lot this week at that story about Stephen Yuen. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Yuen, but not yeah. being in Thunderbolts. That was the story. He's not in Thunderbolts. And everyone's like, 
okay, this is news. And it's like, but he was never announced as being that. And yes, I understand that behind the scenes, there was probably some negotiation happening and that he was originally potentially contracted to do it. But the fact they didn't announce him, you know, suggests maybe that was not as locked down as they would like it to be. So just a weird story. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yet, yet another unannounced Apple project or product mm-hmm. slips. It's like, what? Yeah, it doesn't, right, right. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's not, it's not real. It's, till not it's been announced. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not real yet. Um, there are some TV stuff in the pipeline for this year, but it's unclear exactly which of those will make the, uh, we got echo obviously. And then the only other thing that I think is live action on the schedule is the Agatha show, but mm-hmm. that's late this year. Yeah. We do have a bunch of other, and they've really cranked up the animation stuff this year. We saw a lot of this stuff promoted a while back. Um, like, um, there's the Spider-Man uh, TV uh, cartoon that they're doing. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. X-Men, there's 97. X-Men 97. Yeah. X-Men 97. There's Eyes of Wakanda, which is the um, the Black Panther thing that they're working on, which may show up this year. And then there's the mug. Everyone's favorite, Marvel Zombies, which is also potentially on the 2024 schedule. So, you know, there's yeah. a lot of stuff floating around out there. Did you? That potentially they could do. I I didn't. I, I think I was just the wrong age, but I did not watch the X-Men cartoon when it came out. I, I did. I, yeah, I, in fact, I was that was ask. my introduction to the to the X-Men. Oh, yeah. I, I think we've said that before. Yeah. I think maybe yeah, I'd you, seen a, a comic Madame book or Webb, something. By the way. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's on With purpose. With good reason. With good yeah. reason. Um, yeah, no, maybe I, that movie I tried, will be great. To, I tried I to, so. when Hank was you know younger, I... I looked at some of those. I was like, well, we want to watch the X-Men show. And I watched some of it. There's there so many lasers in that show. There's so many lasers it's in that just show. Like, it's perfect it's for... So, it's just like, I I was like, this is... I can't even with this. It's just... Yeah. Not. I know it's beloved by people like kids yeah. at the time loved it. And like, it's their G.I. Joe or Transformers or something. Uh, wasn't for me. I was like, I yeah. kind of don't get it. The animation is not great. Oh god, uh, Craven the Hunter is also supposed to come out this year. Oh uh, yeah. Oh god, that movie looks real bad. They, but neither of those look any good at all. I was trying to figure out what year the animated film, what year did the animated story or the animated series show up? Ninety two. Yeah, I was twelve. So like that was like that's prime lasers time. were in lasers yeah. were what I did. Yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I have very fond memories of that show. <laughs> key, I think in part because key interests lasers. Yeah, it, it was it was a show that. had had like ongoing plot lines like the yeah. comic book which is what made it like a revelation to me of a as a 12 year old it's like whoa everything doesn't just reset at the end of the, the you know the the episode and instead like things would happen and characters would die and stuff like that and it was that um, is kind of cool yeah if that's your first yeah you i know. i don't think it would necessarily not i don't know if i'm gonna go back and rewatch it um but yeah it was um there's a lot in there. So I I love that they're doing that. It's a real nostalgia play. I'm definitely going to watch it, but it is, I don't know. I feel like at least some of that is potentially a bit tongue in cheek too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so we have a kind of a light schedule, but uh, I don't. <laughs> for the I'll, whole year. <laughs> for the Well, yeah, that's the thing. So <laughs> we've talked about doing S.H.I.E.L.D. again, or, you know, for the first time. I realized yesterday that Daredevil's like almost 10 years old. So maybe that's worth a revisit after Echo season one of Daredevil. We also talked briefly, we never I think, about going through, the, uh, right. uh, going through the X-Men movies, too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've got a bunch or, of good ideas, actually. Man, In fact, we're re- revisiting, revisiting all <laughs> we of do have uh, to do the bad uh, yes. Hugh Jackman's uh, Wolverine <laughs> oh, no. roles before, before, Wolverine, before uh, 
Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway, we've got <laughs> a few good ideas, but uh, just so the readers know, we're going to be reaching back into the, into the, into the archives. The archives. Yeah. yeah. Into yesteryears. Yeah. Uh, and so alternate that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Or we just do Star Trek. One or the other. Yeah, or we One. do the work for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's also an option. We should do both. We should do both. We'll do a we'll do a backdoor backdoor warp core. Is that backdoor, what are you talking about, say? dude? The whole backyard is full of warp cores. We've got so many. Why warp- do you have so many warp cores? You need a spare, man. Yeah. You always need With, a spare. You get you get it. You get a lot of coolant leaks. You do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's wrap up. Um, as always, I'd like to remind everybody out there that you can send us letters. If you would like to give us feedback, uh, shoot us a message. Biff at the incomparable.com is our email address. We're on Mastodon at Biff at Zeppelin.flights. Uh, if you're in the incomparable member discord, I'm around there where there's a superhero uh, channel that people talk about superhero stuff. If you've got questions for us, we're happy to address them or comments or thoughts uh, of any of these things that we've discussed or stuff that we should discuss. Uh, yeah, let us know. We enjoy hearing from you, our fine listeners. We really appreciate you. Uh, that's it for this week. All that remains is for me to thank my fantastic co-hosts, John Moltz. Thanks for being here. I would also remind people that we sell shirts and, and actually, and hats too. Um, in case you missed I it. I really they're, thought you said, and I heard in my head, it auto-completed to, we also solve crimes. Like, <laughs> we oh, could. I didn't I know, know that, try maybe it. we yeah, should. I don't, I don't know if we've done it before, but... Uh, well, some uh, of us can make crimes and some of us solve but... crimes, so... <laughs> <laughs> I only solve misdemeanors, so... Oh, okay. Well, that's probably for best. <laughs> yeah. uh, Guy English, oh, always uh, Cottonbureau.com uh, and search on Biffcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Squeeze it in. Yeah. Guy English, always a pleasure. Uh... I'm just waiting for waiting for Moltz to stop interrupting me. <laughs> I'm done Pitch, pitching. You're gonna be waiting pitching a while. the wares. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh, great. Uh, always fun chatting with you guys. I missed you. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you. I don't know when we're gonna do the next one of these. That's the thing that I was trying to figure out. Uh, this when, will come out Monday. Meet again. Mm-hmm. This will come out Monday, and I guess we'll we'll have another one the next Monday, uh, and then maybe. Once we clear that, we'll end up on a bi-weekly schedule again. But yeah, so the future is uncertain. Yeah. So indeed, it is. Yeah, yeah. keep your eye out for. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the back half of what if, and we'll talk about Echo in the next over the next few weeks. So yeah, there's there's some Biff content for a while. Enjoy. Uh, but that's all for this week. We will see you next time.